Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Digital Cigar Lounge Podcast, where a seat is always reserved, especially for you. Pour yourself a glass, light up a stick, and enjoy the conversation. Talk about that bullshit. Just pull your mic up a little bit closer. Pause. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we back. Yo, it's been a minute. Uh, so we don't have video yet. You know, um, that is on the to do list, right? Because you know, we, you know, I think that we smooth. You know, absolutely, one thousand percent. The audience doesn't get the benefit of seeing the um, footage. So at the conclusion of every podcast, they don't know that you know. Uh, Eugene does a Ray Lewis celebratory dance. Do I? You know the Ray Lewis dance? Yeah. Well, he, well, he acts like a Q? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he do all that stomping <laughs> and shit? Yeah, Eugene So does you do it. remember how you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know yeah, that Ray yeah, Lewis yeah. does oh, it. Okay. Yeah, Eugene does that at, at the conclusion <laughs> of every episode. <laughs> Felt like they should know. He puts on his shoes with the slickest bottom so he can <laughs> roll across the wooden floor. Word. I'm bad. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dial it back just a little bit, all right? <laughs> just, just a little bit. Too notches, too notches. My bad, my bad. <laughs> how, you, how y'all guys doing, bro? Good. Yeah, man. I've, been, uh, I've been all right, man. Seasonal right. depression been kicking my ass. I'm still having a tough time adjusting to the, the hour moving forward. You know, it seems like the days go by super fast, but I'm good, though. I have not addressed it. I have not addressed it. In fact, I have not addressed it to a point where I think I'm just going to go ahead and change my life. And I'm being, I'm not really being funny. Like, it's just kind of like my body is now waking up at, like, right there around 5. Right? To, to use the bathroom. And yeah. it's like, but it's in that weird sleep spot. You mm-hmm. know, when you, like, mm-hmm. I want to go back to sleep, but everything else in me is like, no, nah, I guess we yeah. can stay up. Right. So it's like you, if you go back to sleep, you kind of force yourself back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started, like, putting down mats in my, in my garage, and now I'm turning the the garage into a gym, and then I ordered like a double in bag for boxing. And I'm just like, well, Oh, I shit. go in here and do this. shit. If I'm okay. too tired after I'm done, I'll lay yeah. back done. If not, I'll start my day because <laughs> the fuck, man. But to mm. your point, like, I am gladder for warmer days. I yeah, am somebody facts. who I used to research that shit, man. Like, why does my mood follow the weather? Like, because it makes me. A point that you used to say is like you want to be the thermometer, you don't want to be the thermostat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, you want to be the thermostat, and you don't want to be the thermometer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like I'm the thermometer when I follow the weather, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a sunny day, Paul's probably gonna move. Like, oh, it's a rainy day, it's probably not. Like, I mm-hmm. don't like that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a thing that just kind of like comes with it. And I have that's a certain acceptance for that's it. That's a part well. of being human, do, too, though. Like, I think some of that is just how we are wired, right? Because yeah. we're 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 tethered to the earth, like so. Mm. All that affects us that's around. Mm-hmm. We're affected by it, out of our control, right? Before we had mm-hmm. technology and everything, all you had was the weather. Really, that was changing of seasons and things Very that true. that diet yeah, that tell you what's going on. Now we have, you know, we have electricity and these things, so. Yeah, it could be dark outside, but you're lit inside the house. Where right, before right, you right. went to sleep when it was dark, you know right. what I'm saying? So a lot of that I think plays into that. Mm-hmm. And we forget that we're animals at the end of the day. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think we just really get like <laughs> out of our bag to thinking like 
you just an animal. You mm-hmm. condition yourself. Yeah. Pavlov's dog, right? Somebody ring the bell, you come to the door. You mm-hmm. get used to you it. Condition that's it. how you work. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think that's why I'm working at five. But I mean, I'm also thinking about like, hey, maybe I'll change a little something. I'm trying to change something. Like this sporty thing is over my head. I'm not gonna lie. You, you kicking it in the ass. I ain't huh? kicking it right in the ass, bro. <laughs> and I and I ain't think it was gonna be a thing, but I see it acting out in ways that's like. You didn't. You expect it to be a certain way, but it acts out in different ways, and then you like, oh shit, I really am like mm-hmm. coming to terms with this and shit. That shit came fast, didn't it? Cause we just had this conversation three years ago, and it seemed like it yeah. was forever. <laughs> I was like, them niggas old. They don't know what the fuck they talking about. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, damn, I'm where they was. <laughs> yeah. That's I, what that shit is, I man. I still don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> that shit come. No, it, there's a certain like, um, where am I? Where mm-hmm. should I be? Mm-hmm. And then if you're in a good space, mm-hmm. to get rid of the where the should. Right. Right? Like, even if you want to do more, you can do more, but mm-hmm. get rid of the should. Right. And I think maybe it, I might simplify it, but 40 is a lot of, like, getting rid of the shoulds. I like that, though. So with that being said, definitely want to congratulate Hove. Hove mm-hmm. is at mm-hmm. $2.5 billion. At 53. At 53. So, you know, I think that shit's dope. So um, I skimmed over some information, and it seems like uh, a lot of the money came from, uh, like, uh, where, like, Rock Nation's growth. And Ace of Spades. So Duce mm-hmm. and Ace of Spades, mm-hmm. you know, and then he's made some uh, some real estate investments. Um, he's also invested in uh, in Uber. Um, so smart investments. Of course, there's been the music, but a lot of that seems to come from business away from it. Yeah, you know what I think is dope about it is is looking at the contrast between him and Kanye, right? Kanye, you know, kind of exploded, his wealth exploded, but he also imploded <laughs> with all the shit that happened over the past year, right? So right. you see, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, you think about the story of the the, the hare and, and the turtles, right? Mm-hmm. And you right. see, you know, Kanye is like the hare, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Where he, he shot up, but then... Yeah, the hair took its time gradually building the tortoise. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, right. the tortoise gradually taking its time. Yeah, being consistent right. goes back to kind of like Nipsey, right. right? It's a marathon. It's, it's not a sprint. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and you gradually building your wealth, creating solid foundations. Right. That will maintain the test of time. Where absolutely, of course, we know Kanye made the mistake of doing what he did, but still, yeah. that's volatile. Because yeah. you're not really looking at what you got in front of you. You know, I was talking to uh, my son over the weekend, and um, he was asking me, like, you know, my GOAT list. And, of mm-hmm. course, you know, I put, I, I said Jay, you know, mm-hmm. it's the greatest to me. And it's not only for the music, it's the doors that he continues to open up in hip-hop. So, like, I was like, you know, people have been telling him to stop rapping for, for a long time. It's been mm-hmm. over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Langston, I was like, yo, imagine if he actually stopped. Imagine if he stopped what he did. Imagine if he listened to the criticism and he stopped. Mm-hmm. What does not happen at that moment? Right. Like from that point on, mm-hmm. you know, we don't get four, 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 which which was such an important album yeah. in hip hop, right? Absolutely. I don't want to make it a whole podcast, but like you know, a lot of the the the, uh, the feats that he's been able to accomplish happened after everyone was saying, "Yo, you're getting old. You should stop." Mm-hmm. So what he's what he's done in the like in the meantime is continue to open up doors for other people to be able to pass through with yep. ease mm-hmm. since it's already been done. Yeah, for sure. Do you think he would have been able to do it without his musical influence? Like, well, let me say this: if he had a built it and stayed a businessman and not necessarily released any more music. I think that's a good question. I do think that he's used his music wisely. 
So like that, like I think that his music has. First of all, Hove was able to evolve beyond what he used to be, and I think that the pinnacle of people telling him to stop was when he was holding on to an older version of himself. Absolutely. And I think since then he's been able to evolve to more of an uh, like in a, an elder statesman, as Eugene likes to coin, right? Eugene like, likes to drop. He's evolved into more of an elder statesman. So now I think that the music release, the music releases, even if they're just verses, keeps him relevant enough, and it just adds to the entice the enticingness, or if that's the word, it adds to his businesses being enticing. So do you think like it, that kind of breaks me? Like we talked about forty and that transition and everything, that kind of makes me think about like uh, Ross, right? We were talking about a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. where I seen him like at a concert, he, he yeah, shored mm-hmm. up the concert at the end. He was not the headliner, but he was at the end, and people were walking out. And we talked about a couple of shows where people were talking about they were walking out. Do you think like certain rappers don't transition that well? Like Jay Z's clearly transitioned well, but like Ross, I would have thought in the same space. It like you never that line that you guys were telling that we were talking about, like. Where you become from being like good at what you're doing to like, oh, it looks kind of like, oh, you're too old at what you're doing is a fine line. That transition, like, do you think that he's done it well or? That's a great question. I think yeah. Ross is leaving money on the table, and I've said that for by a not couple doing of years. It, by, by not evolving. Just a by couple of years. Evolving. By well, not evolving. So check it, right? Like, you look at Nas, right? Nas had a cigar in his hand on his second album. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, now, Nas now has a partnership with Escobar Cigars, right? But like that's something that why why couldn't that have happened that earlier happen in earlier. his career? He wasn't aware of it. So so Ross similarly right Ross will probably have a mean big and tall suit selection or <laughs> clothing brand. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit would be dope though. Like well, well you know he I, did the lemon pepper. One. He did the wing. Style. Yeah, he did that too. But yeah. see, hip hop hip hop was but slow in its evolution that, though. That's not an investment that allows you to transition from. It. Yeah, the Bel Air Bel Air. Like I know he has uh, some kind of partnership or whatever with Bel Air. Yeah, but that those things like so hip hop was slow too. in that though, right? So I remember Nas in an interview. Maybe this was in uh what was that uh, the show? I think it was a, a, a documentary called The Show years ago. Mm-hmm. When Nas was approached about like partnering with a, a liquor brand, mm-hmm. but because you know he was the pl- where he was back then, he wasn't he didn't want to do that because he felt like you're pandering to the black community. Like we don't liquor stores on every corner, we don't want that. But now, twenty years later, he's partnered with Hennessy. Yeah, right. So yeah. I think some of that had to do with hip hop's yeah. evolution and people realizing how yeah. you really create wealth, right? Yes. So, so I think you know to Paul's point though, Ross, right? Ross has a lot of luxury rap, which is. Why I have his thing. I, I love mm-hmm. I love that that branding of his music. I, I love that shit. So I think with that being said, yeah, I think that Ross could legitimately have a cigar partnership. He he has a, a stick in his hand all the time, all the fucking I, time. I think that is, w- and, and so it makes me say maybe his branding is behind, and we talk about about the transition because yeah, it's great to have investments in everything. Having an investment in Wingstop is great, but <coughs> something about it at the end of the day, it's still the investment in chicken wings. Mm-hmm. But he's also a risk to, to, when, to many partnerships too. But w- I'm just saying, like, when you are a luxury, like mm-hmm. Rick Ross has a brand of luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we say, when I ask you off the top of your head, what's his investments? Mm-hmm. Well, you're gonna go Wingstop. You might. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing that necessarily aligns with what he actually. Yeah. Now it's, his and music. Then when you look at his social media, his brand image. Like I seen the thing the other day. He said, "You you hustlers could have made a hundred some thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was your grandma's yard and cut out a tree, and then they got him in the background mm-hmm. cutting the tree 
with an axe. Mm-hmm. It's like he's giving more DJ Khaled ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people like to see you wilding out. You the big guy. You jolly. Whatever. But like, mm-hmm. there's some parts that when you show yourself in a certain light, you can't make that transition. And I say that to say mm-hmm. maybe some of Jay's, a lot of Jay's investments, he wasn't tap dancing in front of nobody. Yeah, nah. like they really came and found him because he kind of leased himself out. He didn't. He was more restrictive with himself than more gregarious with himself. Yeah, but Hove also said early in his career, I'm not a businessman. <laughs> I'm a businessman. Like, so he was forward thinking before, before it was a thing to be an entrepreneur. Right. He was already there. Right. right? He, his thinking was already, yo, we have to get out of this mind state of just working for the labels. Yeah, sadly, right? man, you know, we've seen the story hip-hop doesn't nef- necessarily amass, like, fortunes, right? Nah. So we saw the clip a few weeks ago of Kelly's shitting on Nas right. saying that he only got money recently, right? Which was I like, did not. It's oversharing. She was oversharing. She was shitting on him. But it's just like, you know, we know that Nas in uh, more, more recent years has made a lot of smart investments. Business moves, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. made a lot of smart investments, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So they should take away her... Ch- I'm <laughs> yeah. Of all people, I'm sorry. Just my little beat. You can call it whatever. I said it this weekend too because her name came up. I do not like. I do not like Kalise. I there was a moment in time where I thought she was cute and shit, and then the Nas stuff came out <laughs> with how she was asking for this ridiculous amount of child support, more so than he. She knew that he was making, mm. and I, it just rubbed me wrong. And to see that she would come out later and say he just started recently, you mm. don't shut the. Front door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> hey. if you knew hey. that, because you was asking for this money back then. Let that man cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just group, just group chat, Paul. You know what I mean? Chat, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pour some more. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get loose. Yeah, get loose. Yeah. That man, man, look, I don't know their personal lives, but I just yeah, say facts. from my perspective, she knew like what she asked for was ridiculous. Apparently, he made it because he didn't go to jail, right? And then to be out your mouth and like, it's almost like Mario Chalmers not long ago talking junk about like <laughs> LeBron James. Like, yeah. it's like, boy, you got your ring if you don't, yeah. boy. You only got your ring because LeBron came there. Yeah. Mario, please hush. We haven't heard his name please. mentioned since. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You and Khalees. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> with the quickness. But nah, respect the Hove, man. Like, he, he said, he basically has always been a trendsetter, right? So even mm-hmm. in, in the in the regard of, of being an entrepreneur and being the head of the game and saying, yo, we got to be about our business, right? right. You, you, yo, until you own your own, you can't be free. That, right. that slogan has taken a hold of hip-hop and taken a hold of our culture as a whole. And that's, everybody's trying to do that now. For, so for him, again, when I look at Kanye and you see Kanye shot past Hole for a minute. Yeah. Shot past him. Yeah. Now he down a, a, a bill and a half. You know, and I think that there's something to be said about Hov's Blueprint series, right? Like, he's not making Blueprint albums, but, like, he's been the blueprint for an artist in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think a case can be made. Like, follow these steps. And you right? get there. Yeah, and you fucking get there. You know, this cat is the first... Yo, man, come on, yo. He's the first rapper billionaire. You got to you gotta take your hat off of that. Absolutely. You don't have to listen to his music, but you got to respect that, though. Yeah, man. He, he got there... And I mean, some some people. I mean, a lot of people don't like Drake, but Drake has done a. If if you look at how Drake has evolved and his his net worth has exploded as don't well like over Drake. the course don't. of his his uh, career. When I say I don't like Drake, that's that's false. Like I, I like his music. Uh, him himself is real corny to me. 
But like, but at the same time, I think he is a master chameleon. Mm-hmm. I think he's a master chameleon. I agree. He has a Spanish verse. He has he has that. He has the um. He won the gays with. Uh, he won the what? The gays. No, we talked about this yesterday. It's, uh, y'all were like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like so, the song that he had with Big Frida. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He had, yeah, he had. We didn't notice that, but that became a big banger because it was like a salute to the community and like so, like, Hmm. and he is constantly kind of throwing out like stuff like that. And so, some might say it's pandering. It's definitely pandering. Okay, it's pandering. It's definitely. But like, he's he's got like like a fake Jamaican accent on one. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not me just singing out any group. Is that Drake knows every single even? Let me make something for the thugs. Let me make something for the girls who went to college and now they drink wine on the weekends. Yeah. Like, and he has made something for every single one. So regardless of what we say, his music has perfectly transitioned and successful. He's also had great partnerships, right? So I want to go back to what you asked about. If if Hove wouldn't have continued producing albums, I think it definitely makes a difference. I think he Hove is who he is because of his music. Like That's his foundation. So if you take away that, is he as uh, digestible to... Business world, relevant he's, too. Yeah, he's more relevant, and and but like like I want to partner with this man because yeah. people fuck with him, right? Okay. The 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 yeah. like like people if, if whole like think about it that that was his thing. He said he started talking about Cristal. I mean, he wasn't the first artist talking about Cristal, right. but then everybody started buying Cristal. Yeah. Then he he said, Ace of Spades, fuck Cristal, fuck Cristal. Yeah. Nobody fuck with it no more, yeah. right? He started talking about button ups. Yeah, everybody yeah. started wearing can button I, ups. Yeah. So his music coincides with his growth. Like, and I think you take that away, and he's not. I think that's who a good is. point because you have like somebody who you have someone like LL Cool J, who's also a legend, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he has that same luster around he don't. him. You he doesn't. Definitely not. Got to Got to love LL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to love LL. But I think that when you talk about using music as a catalyst, mm-hmm. I think that there's a difference. Oh, I think. And so. how yeah. how that catalyst was used. Absolutely. There was something you said that made me wanna. Uh, like yo, back back at, back then, my bad. Somebody say. Back then though, right? Back then, uh, during LL's comeback. With the Gap joint. Before the Headsprung album, right before the Headsprung mm-hmm. album, before that, right? Uh-huh. He was super Diesel. What if he dropped a supplement? Back then. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We wasn't doing that back then, though. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We wasn't doing it. We weren't actively seeking it, but we weren't actively being seeking. sought out for it. Yeah, exactly. we were not like, being that, sought out for it. Yeah. Jay started getting actively sought out for certain things. Remember, Gucci was had a cease and desist about using his name as Gucci, even mm. establishing Gucci, and now he's a brand like, ambassador, ambassador for, 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 for Gucci, Gucci. Yeah, right. Mm. That's how strong the culture is. I, I was gonna say so. Oh, you said about Jay Z wearing button ups. This is a very, probably one of the favorite parts about, excuse me, me in college, is that I had run out of clothes. We, it was around time we was wearing the big tees, long tees, mm-hmm, big tees, mm-hmm. long tees. Mm-hmm. Ran out of like a lot. I think it might have been like a, a load, right? Which might have been like forty-two shirts. You know, back in the time, taking a long time yeah. to do laundry, right? <laughs> so I was down to only the dress shirts that I had had left, mm-hmm. right, and the jeans that I had left. So at this time, I start wearing like. Jeans and button up and and like Timbers. Yeah, Tim, see right? I think within the week that this happens, change clothes came up. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I tell you, <laughs> you was winning. I wasn't winning. I was a trendsetter <laughs> on North Carolina Central <laughs> University campus. It's like, oh, is that you? He's about to cross campus. No, no, no. I just, just <laughs> he's about to cross campus. He's, he's got a button up on. No, I just. 
You know, like the button up song, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry. Dirty Thank laundry. you, Jay-Z, so much. <laughs> Amen. I still remember when Jay's clothes, that, like the one of the shirts that he had on, I ended yeah. up getting like the... It's, it's like a striped one. It was a striped, striped joint. joint. Yeah, yeah, striped yeah, joint. yeah, yeah. I already with the yeah. lines. Hey, everybody had them joints. Like, yeah. yo. Yo, I, what? Yeah. But but that that, that shows transition. you. Yeah, that shows you the power of his music, though, right? Yeah, so absolutely. he could move people. And when and and to your point with mm. businesses started realizing, damn, this dude is moving people to make this business decisions, yeah. buying decisions yeah. off of what he says in the music, right? Yep. Yeah. They noticed like with, with Puff and Ciroc, right? Mm. Ciroc is like, hold on. If if we get him as the ambassador, how many mm-hmm. bottles will we sell? Yeah. Cases, actually, like it's cases. How many cases of this will we move? Yeah, you know, Ciroc was like bottom shelf shit. Like I nobody heard, was buying yeah. that I shit heard, before. Man. I heard. You know what I'm saying? Went, and then it went instantly to a top shelf liquor, yeah. just like that. I heard because they yep. picked it up. Because they picked up Puff. Yo, and but then uh, the opposite side go of ahead. transit, which made me bring up something that maybe we didn't bring up to to list. Um, Somebody not transitioning well, but making a boatload of money in the process. Michael Jordan, like so, they've been talking about him like selling the selling the team, yeah. selling his majority mm-hmm. stake. Right. Yeah. So his majority stake, he actually bought, I think, for around one seven one hundred seventeen million. If I'm not one hundred seventeen million, twenty four somewhere in there. Something low, yeah, yeah, it was something, low, yeah, it was a low, yeah. And then now it's worth comparatively, like yeah, comparatively speaking, yeah. eleven B's, I think it is, or like what? one point. The Hornets, B, yeah, yeah. Like no, no, no. It's it's like it's like it's B's. It's B's. It's in the B. It ain't eleven it's though. It's like maybe because the Hornets ain't top. They like yeah, maybe no, like, like five, five or six down, something right, like right, that. Right. It's most NBA teams, mm-hmm. but it's B's. Maybe two point. I think when two, two point. It's two point something. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check up on yeah, yeah. But my point was Michael Jordan. Somewhere in my life that I've always looked at, it didn't transition well. Mm. This is what happens when you don't transition well. Mm-hmm. And somebody will say, well, he made all this money. I think so. But I've also seen reports of him being depressed. Mm-hmm. And, like, you've already done everything that the world has done. But, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like Jordan gave us so much of him as a, a basketball player that he mm-hmm. didn't have much to give to any other aspects of his mm-hmm. life. So, like, his business deals with Nike and Jordan is pretty much made beforehand, right? Yeah. The the He's going to make, I think, the way that the, the math works yeah. Within 13 years, Jordan will have made about, I think, like three billion or something. Like he made some mm-hmm. bills mm-hmm. in like 13, which is fucking astronomical. Absolutely. Yeah. But we as people of Santa Charlotte have always known what was it? 1.7. 1.7. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he bought it. I think. I think somewhere he bought it for like 300. Is from what I, I heard. I think it was less than that. It, I mean, but something in the hundreds of millions but of still, dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. In the hundreds of millions. That's so you making about a beat. A win's a win. Yeah. A win's a win. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my thing was like. He did like, and I'm not. You can call it failure. You can call it whatever it was. His first wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I Ain't no failure. This motherfucker was okay. married for like 20, 30, 20 well, something years. Divorced though because of cheating. That supposedly win or loss. Like, we're divorced. <laughs> I did not understand that. But I'll go to say this: there were reports that sometimes of him having relationships strained with his sons. Right? There's been like he's clearly got relationship strains with friends. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that that's not even a joke right there. Like mm-hmm. teammates and friends are like. Like, I mm-hmm. think Chuck just came out, Charles Barkley, who we don't all like, but, like, two days ago, basically said, being successful doesn't give you a right to be an asshole. Of all people saying that, right? Mm-hmm. He's had poor relationships. Like, all of this has come out after the fact. And even, like, we've all watched the Hornets. They have not won right. for the majority of us having them. Right. And so it makes me say, well, even though you can have success by not trans, by not transcending. Right. Maybe the, the the limit 
of what your success could probably be Facts. is based on your inability or ability to Absolutely. transition. Absolutely. Yo, uh, a minute ago, you brought Drake up, or Eugene did. Eugene brought Drake up, right? You saw the clip of uh, Wayne talking about uh, Drake slept with a woman that Wayne was involved with while he was in prison. No. Yeah, so. Uh, Wild. That so uh, apparently it's not quite unexpected though, right? So <laughs> apparently there was some contention between Wayne and Drake for a while. I feel like we felt that. Did we feel that? I feel like there we was did. something there right like around did. that moment. Yeah, because if you go back to the music, Drake clearly went through a long period of stop. He stopped shouting out young and money. He was bigging them up for a very long time before his exactly. squad was everything. Exactly. So you know, what do you? You know, I want y'all thoughts. Like, what are y'all thoughts on <laughs> on that? So, as a North UNC fan, a Tar Heel fan, okay. I have to bring up the fact that the Tar Heels were ranked at the beginning of the season, like, number one. Okay. Supposed to be the guys that take it all home. Mm-hmm. For anybody that's watched, we didn't even get into the tournament. Okay. And a lot of that has been credited to, you know, our number one supposed guy and our number two guy. Basically, one started talking to the other one's girlfriend, like started having sex with the other one's girlfriend. Clearly, the team, the team um, chemistry was off throughout the year. Never really rebounded from it, and I don't think what we would consider maybe the leader on the team. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. In my head, I'd say old school would say if you're like the national guy, you take these guys out back of the house that y'all do whatever, letting them fight it out. We're a team, and then you said it's the Tar Heels. Tar Heels, UNC Tar Heels. Okay. And so it didn't happen, right? The yeah. one guy's like, "Oh well, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna transfer." That's fucked in up. fact, we just found out yesterday Caleb Love, the number one guy, is gonna transfer. That's fucked up. So what do you think about that, Eugene? Drake, uh, the whole Drake sleeping with Wayne's. I don't know if that was his girlfriend, but yeah, it's terrible. I, I think is there that, a rule? Yeah, there's rules. Does Yo, it have to be spoken? Man, I'm saying like that's a good question though, man. But it I think is, that yeah. I think that respect is respect, disrespect is disrespect. Yeah, that, yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's disrespect, disrespectful. Disrespect, disrespect, yeah, disrespect. It's, it's it's like come on, fam. Like stupid is you, you stupid my man. Does. Like yeah. I, like. I put you on, number one. I put you on. I put you on. I made you the man. I might be feeling myself because I'm your number one guy now. I get it. I'm but MJ now. Yo, there's so many women out here. You're going to smash my girl? Or even, his, yeah. Even a chick. His girl, it don't even still. matter if it's his girl. It's a right. chick that I'm still, I was smashing before I got locked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, group, group chat Eugene now. Yo. Fam. That's off limits out. to you at least. It should be. Yeah, it's off limits. It should be. With no law. Yeah, man. I mean, look, so, so look, man. It goes back to, and we don't got to stay on Drake, but it goes back to we've talked about the brothers keeper theme on this podcast. That was the last episode, multiple times. Yes, multiple but times, yeah, right? yeah, that was the title, right? Yeah. So you know, it goes back to being my brother. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Like, yo, fam, you Drake, right? You, for all intents and purposes, like you, king. You the face of hip hop right now. You don't have to body Wayne's. <laughs> Some chick Wayne talking to. Even if like we you don't have to do that. Because what, what, what was the beef unless over? Unless you want to. What's the beef unless over? You a petty, you funny. Unless you're a petty, opportunistic motherfucker. Unless you're a petty, opportunistic motherfucker. Her being his work made you want her more. Yeah, absolutely. Because really, it ain't too many women that's going to say no to you. So why her? Why you want her? Scorpio shit. Is that what it man, is? But I hate to say that shit, bro. It might be. You know Yo. Who else do that shit? Future. 
I'm gonna tell you this. I, I ain't, just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip. He yeah. literally had fucked Larza. Yeah, but I ain't. I ain't he made a whole song that went. I ain't. Like, I, like, I'm not built like that. Like I, I'm not cut from that club. Like yo, my 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 friends or associates. They're women off limits to me forever. <laughs> not, not just, I just I'm talking about, hey, we, we could fall out, right? We could fall out. I still wouldn't smash a chick that you used to talk to because it's like, nah, I'm good. All these women out here, why am I smashing my man's former? Would you take some head though? Nah, I'm good. Man. I'm good. I'm good. Definitely. No, it definitely. Yo, fam, 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 fam. There's a lot of women in the world, man. There's a lot of women out here. Whatever your answer is, is my answer. Yes, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. That's an honorable man. And I say, I say that because, like, think about in the hip hop industry, we see so often like these dudes be smashing the same girl. Like, yo, come on, fam. I'm wrong when I say Delilah, right? Because then I'm blaming her. Like, it's like, it's like y'all just basically told me. Okay, that was having time. Y'all just basically told me it's an unwritten covenant, right? So anytime that that happens, is is it on the girl or is it on the hey, guy? Hey, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Come on, that just man. made me. That just made me think about some shit. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. When he started talking. I was like, Oh shit! That's what I said. Scorpio shit, man. It just made me think about some shit. I asked you. I can't even. Y'all can't talk about it. Nah. I may or may not have been in the ish. Situation, but it wasn't the same. Though it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. It'd be like if Drake had an ass Wayne, and Wayne was like, "No, no, I don't care." Right. Right. No, no, I don't care. He's straight. Now you, now you got. Now you feel some type of way when you get out. (laughs) You told me you were straight. Y'all stupid, man. I mean, (laughs) no. I'm back to my question. It's is it on the guys? It's the funniest story that none of us know. Yeah, and, no, and, and nobody ever will. <laughs> For the audience, I don't know either. <laughs> is it, I, it's not. I'm just asking. Is it on the guy or is it on the girl? I think so it is. Two, there's I think unwritten it's rules. on both of them. Because yeah. so, uh, I was just talking about Carolina. Did you hear me talking about Carolina team? Nah. Basically, I blame the I blame Drake more though. I I, I, in I, I do. Situation, I blame yeah. the dude more. So but whoever is the one that go, knows better and does it is really well. Uh, well, the thing is, the thing is, like, if if you know you was rocking with Wayne, the chick, yeah, before he goes in, right? You know this is his man. Yeah. Like, yo, same thing and, you and, just and, said and, about and Drake. You shut though. him down. You say, look, nah, like, yo, in, in any other in any other case, maybe if if it wasn't this in another life. Next lifetime, my nigga. I'm sorry. Next yeah. lifetime, like Erica, like yo. Most women would, but I'm not. Cause what happens? I'm rocking. What with happens him. if the opportunity is there? Drake declines, and he tells Wayne, "Yo, just put a record." Yeah, he tells him. This, Wayne, this chick that you are involved with is willing to, blah blah blah. But he doesn't. He doesn't do it. But what does that do to the relationship? A, the, the relationship becomes stronger now. Now Wayne is like, "Yo, this is my like, yo." And he probably felt that way prior to that happening, though. Something I picked up about Drake a minute ago. There's a reason why people don't like. Like when, like they, they show pictures of him, like when he took the, uh, the, the, like it was a Sierra Canyon game, and he was there with LeBron, and one of the players' mom was bad, mm. and then like the within the week, oh, yeah, the, the helicopter sees Drake take this the mom stadium, out, the Dodge Stadium, well, um, Dodger Stadium. That's ridiculous. Okay, or like when like Sade is my favorite, uh, like one of my favorite RBRs, and he's like. Arm, arm, he's so buddy buddy with like Sade. It's like Drake has this thing where he was like, whoever it is who you think is your dream girl, I'm getting her. I'm fucking her. Like yeah. that, he just has this thing about him, and I'm like, so 
that it also is if you like what's the book that we always talk about um, um artist seduction well, artist seduction mm-hmm. it's also lighting up the women's senses that like oh yeah. he's a jerk yeah. he's an yeah. ass but yeah maybe it, me so so we can't get into this book a whole lot right now but Drake will probably fall into the uh, which he's a rake articulated as the rake. He's a rake. He's yeah, a rake. He absolutely, it's funny because it's Drake. Rake. It's right. It's yeah, funny. I like. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> but up uh, exactly. That was, uh, yeah, it's pretty exactly. good. Yeah, yeah so nah, for sure. Just, yeah, just Drake the rake. <laughs> yeah, I'm Drake sure he knows that. Yeah, yeah no sure, how he moves, I'm sure he knows that. Yeah, and, and clearly he's a fan of do um, right and kill uh, everything. He's a fan. He's a fan of Robert Greene. He's talked about. He's talked about forty eight. He's talked about forty eight laws of power. Yeah, Art yeah. Seduction is written mm-hmm. by uh, Robert Green. For the, for, the, for, the, for the listeners. They yeah. never did but tell us where his name came from, so I wouldn't be surprised if we find out later his that middle it name. is part of it. It's his middle name. Yes, his middle name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aubrey, Aubrey Drake Graham, yeah. Okay, I didn't but know. For so just, just, so he still is Drake. Just for context for the listeners, um, the Art of Seduction, they have uh, a section um, of, of a type of sedu- different types of seducers, one of them being the rake. The rake is a man who basically has endless conquests of different women. Like, he lives... To bed, uh, different women. And examples with him would be who? Um, Casanova. Casanova Don is one, Don and Don Juan. Those yeah, two these would are be. Legends, the those legends. are legends yeah, of, of yeah. people who would be considered rakes. Yeah. And even uh, and let's say a know. modern a modern rake would be uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. George Clooney would be. Women Michaels is probably one too. Who? Drake. <laughs> Drake is yeah. definitely one. But Drake, Drake is, is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women but know. The heartbreak women, kid. Yeah. Women know what he does. Right. And they, they still want him anyway. Yield to his mm-hmm. advances. Exactly. Even, even, even though, though they know. know. Yeah. Even yeah. though they know. Literally everything that they talk junk right. about. Right. But that, when he comes about, yeah. you can all that goes to yeah. the wayside. The artist seduction articulates that as being the power of the rake. Exactly. That figure. So look, man, we talked about the brothers keeper thing real quick, right? Y'all. Uh, y'all, we've all seen Creed, right? Creed three. Mm-hmm. What do y'all? What were y'all thoughts about Creed? 3? I think I mentioned it. I might have mentioned it to y'all both before y'all saw it. I, I know you saw it. I don't know if you saw it yet. I did. I you did. did see I it? saw it. So part of the reason why I threw it out there was because you know we were talking about brotherhood. Okay, right. Well, well, off off of that, just just the movie itself. I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. thought it was rushed. I thought that it progressed a little bit too fast mm-hmm. uh, for my taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan that, Majors' character, Damon. Yeah, I think they could have at least threw in a couple of preliminary professional and on fights, like even if it was off screen and they didn't show yeah. it, just a quick yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, or they, and they give you, you know they say because well, nobody would have given you a title fight out it's of him. I, 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 I don't care. Okay, that's your man. No. Yeah, that's not uh, happening. Tyson wouldn't have had his boy coming out. and was like, okay, and, and Tyson didn't get that. Think about it. Tyson yeah. didn't even get that nobody when he came home. That. Nobody. So that, you right. you have to prove that yourself to get there. So so that was a bit other than that. Handling himself in the fights. It makes you even feel like it's rushed, right? Yeah. There's no way. There's yeah. a, there's a level yeah. that you need to be able to. Yeah, it's like come on to highlight man. that difference. So outside of that, I enjoyed it, but that was that was the only that's my that only. That wasn't my only storyline that was rushed. Yeah. Though I, I I do think that even you giving us this story was rushed, mm. like how it happened. They did drag it out kind of long of the why, mm-hmm. the reason. But we all kind of knew after that. Yeah, right? it didn't really take much to figure it out. It yeah. didn't take much to figure it out. So it's bam, bam, bam. I do feel like it was all rushed. Even if, like, they didn't build the fact that they were boy, boy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they were cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have had They go from just kicking cool. it to then the, so the, the robbery happens. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah. I do think it was rushed. Um, did you happen to see Sylvester Stallone's like? Yeah, I saw his moment? take. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't. So they asked him to be a part of it, but he didn't want 
because the story is a it's a rocky story. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be a like like basically uh, what do you call it? Um, Spinoff. No, no, no. What do you what do you call those people in movies like those characters that never really say much and they just there? Uh, extra. Extra. He didn't want to be an extra. Essentially, he's like Rocky would have been an extra in this movie because like why am I there? Like because with him not being there, you don't miss him. He also said though he was like. He's like, I didn't really understand the story. Like, he didn't like, connect it to the black story, and that was basically what it was. He didn't yeah. connect to that black story because you know they don't really. I I, I I just felt like what he was giving was that I'm not gonna be used as much. I'm not gonna be a main star. He's an extra. This is my part of the story, and now you guys are talking about like because he was like, did take it to this family thing, and it was like that made me feel away because it was like. Eh, your mm-hmm. beginning was the whole family thing too, with the son and the mm-hmm. and the wife that in the first movie was a mute, but in the second movie she talked you through some shit. Another <laughs> another uh, another area of opportunity for that was so Apollo Creed was like a brother to, to Rocky, right. right? So he lost; he had to live through the character. Mm-hmm. Arc, of course, yeah. he had to live through the loss of a brother, right? You can't tie that into this. It he was easy. Lost a brother. Yeah. yeah, that story could have been built out mm-hmm. more, right? But he had to process losing a brother. The difference is, is that you are you have the opportunity to get him back. You can't philosophically... Oh, you think about it. He's, he, if he's coaching, if, he, if he's Rocky's right-hand man, you're the coach. He you talk Mick. him, you he have the conversation like, with exactly. him. He could have been like Mick was to Rocky early on. And like he, say, he could say, this reminds me of me and your father. Yeah. And, he even said and that, that would have been great dialogue. Yeah. Amaz- and, and, and you don't... Rocky doesn't need to be in the whole movie. Nah. Like, you really don't need him all... But he still would have been in a, a, a lot of it. Like Yeah, that could have yeah. been powerful. Yeah, Even and if you're in, in his gym. corner. And then you have him in the, you have him in the corner. You have yeah, him in the corner. Yeah, that when he go, and you're like, yo, look, I know this is man, but blah, 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 whatever happened. And now yeah. you're a part of the story. But for him... I personally feel like Stallone, though, no, that wasn't Stallone fans coming to see him. Yeah, that's that's true, too. Yeah, I, mean, that's I true feel too. like it's like, this ain't a Stallone movie. They I think it could have added to the legacy, though. I'm here. It does. I mean, it's still it's still a Rocky film. Right? Yeah, At the end of the day, it's still a Rocky film. Right? He didn't but have a problem with the Expendables because, I mean, we're all the action movies. Right. All the action guys. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't all him then, but mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah, man. So I enjoyed it though. I yeah. It was a good. Uh, it was. I did think, that, and I liked how it opened it up at least for his daughter to be. Yeah. yeah. Probably Rocky four or five. I um, yeah. Creed. So I didn't watch the Oscars, right? I, I I did. I was loving the, and we talked about this last episode, but I was loving the camaraderie between Jonathan Majors and uh, Michael B. Michael Jordan, B. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I like. I love how they came out on the Oscars together, and the way uh, the callback to the Black Panthers. Black Panther movie. Hit. I missed all of that, so fill me in. So he came out on stage with Jonathan Majors, and this is after Angela Bassett got snubbed in the Oscars, and he was like, hey, auntie. Ah. He was like, we love you, right? And then they carried on. Jonathan was standing like this. Yeah, which became, that became a meme. <laughs> the meme. Yeah, that, that meme is all over the place, but that meme of Jonathan Majors is when him, it's just him hefty, like a hefty agree, agreement with, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan yeah. in that moment. We yeah. love you. And he was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was a, a beautiful moment. Angela Bassett getting snubbed. Never received an Oscar. And she deserved. Yeah. How? Tina Turner? Give me the movie. Hey. <laughs> Give me a movie. Snatching snatching his daggone beard off. Negro. <laughs> Waiting to exhale is like. That's she, Oscar worthy. If yeah. she touched it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she got. Did she get a girl back? 
Stella got to need to get her Oscar back. <laughs> yo, y'all playing with yeah. us. I'm not playing with y'all. But you know that that's next year we running up. On on on, 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 on another note, man, that, that's that's also a problem in our community, right? Like we we for some reason seek validation through their right creations, right? That that's yeah. their that's their award they created. Like you know, there's a uh, you know Byron Allen owns the Griot. Mm. Oh, the Griot? I think it's G I R I O T. The Griot. I think it's called the Griot. Ed, the editor right? in chief is and so cool. I didn't even know what that word meant. <laughs> like it, it's like storyteller mm-hmm. in in uh, in African or whatever. You didn't but hear my ignorant self, did you? No, I didn't hear. I, yeah. sorry, sure. I said the uh-huh. editor in chief is so gorgeous. <laughs> Look at you going going off. But but uh, to to my point, like we 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 have to stop seeking their validation. Right? I think the Griot Awards is a dope award. But we have to get behind it. Like we need. I didn't know that existed until yes. now. No. We need. We need. We need us to get behind it. It's a whole. It's, it's did, but I don't think I think it was any more than like any publication having awards. I think all publications have awards. So I just mm. filed it under that. I don't know what to fi- the Grammys is the gold standard, which I agree with where you're going with this. I know, but, it's but, like but Oscars, let me take let me take music Oscars. Let me take Paul's hat off for a second and the devil's advocate hat, right? From what I hear, the bag gets different when you are a Grammy uh, Oscar holder. When you are an Oscar winner, the mm-hmm. bag so is nominated, right? Yeah, yeah, the bag is a Absolutely. bit different. Yeah. So, you know, it could be that you that's know, the validation. Yeah, you get that, and then you get more checks. You get more bread. Yeah, is it also like they have like to pay you more? The yeah. difference to get black people in the home ownership is it just like another gatekeeping facility in the industry? That's a good. That's you know a good question. Like, but but that but that's it. So in so every single industry that like in gun ownership, people got to have these permits and stuff to make sure that black people go through all of this to do that. If we go into mortgage and real estate, we got to yeah. make black, black people have all these extra assets available so that they can own and buy these. Houses. Is it another gatekeeping thing? Because I've seen absolutely milk toast actors win these things. Mm-hmm. Over and over, and then like my favorites that mm-hmm. are just happen to me, and I don't mean this because oh I love these actors because they're African American. They're great fucking actors. Mm-hmm. The only time they get it is when they act out of their norm, out of character, out of character. And I don't mean that in a positive way. They usually act in a light that is a nigga. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's just be oh, honest. <laughs> No, let's be honest. The nominee kind of way. No, let's just be honest. Yeah. They, they act like a nigga. Holly Berry got hers when she let Billy Bob Thornton, who is to me the like lowest of all of them. Like no disrespect to Billy Bob, but like look at the roles he plays. Okay, he, he likes the roles he plays. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he, he enjoys them. That movie had no plot. All right. <laughs> we just had Holly Berry, our queen, up there. Getting smashed. Please, fuck me good. And we just watched her get smashed. I didn't even watch it. I never watched that movie. I saw that. And a caged canary. Like, that's what... Yeah. And Diddy went to jail. Diddy was only in the movie to go to jail. Yeah, death row. Yeah, yeah I mean, row. you know, and that's, that, that's, again... And got no grace when he was saying goodbye to his family. It was still, it was still Django. shit. Django. Who won the Oscars in Django? Um... They got an Oscar for that? Um, um, oh, oh yeah, the, the uh, director got an Oscar. Uh, oh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, yeah. And, and his partner did, got one? No, uh, Leo. Leo got one. Leo Where got one for that? For, I forget what it was for. for. Acting, acting like a, a plantation owner? <laughs> Jamie didn't get nothing. He didn't hold on, hold on. You, yo, you got it. No, no, you got it. Okay. That, that wasn't... Like he didn't deserve that, yo. He no, he did not get an Oscar for acting like a plantation owner. Oh, cut it out. No, you know who deserved Oscar? Hey, I'm gonna tell you who deserved Oscar. That movie, Samuel L. Jackson. Man, listen, 
Get that. Hey, who is that on that nag? Who that on that nag? It is hey, that that steals it for oh me. Oh my god! Hey Yo. man, listen, man. So uh, real quick, real quick, just to tie that all up. It goes back to the wealth gap. From what you're saying, okay. it goes back to the wealth gap, right? So yeah. the wealth gap is what creates the need for hey, I have to win an Oscar because mm. I can make more money, mm. right? If if it didn't matter, and we had our own awards, and and our awards would get you that same recognition and and. Offer? Does Samuel Jackson have? Uh, I don't uh, think so. An Oscar? Not one. Uh, because Christopher he was Walt, the, the white guy that was later. He got an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, he, he was great though. He I, I can't I can't even knock that. He was okay. great in that movie. He's the the, the, the Jamie's partner. Quentin he was great. Tarantino got one for original screenplay. I ain't even mad at that. The movie Basically, was great. Basically, nobody black from Django won anything, and there were about four white winners. That's an issue. Yeah, J- Jamie, Jamie should have won one for that one. I'm sorry. It's a slavery movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Jamie should have won one for that. that. That was Jamie did a great job in that movie, man. Um, But again, I, I just think, you know, the validation goes back to the Oscars, the Grammy, all of it, man. I, and, and I get it. They make more bread. So I, I get we why the we want to win it. Did y'all see... Uh, so We're, look, before we get off of uh, Jonathan Majors, before we get too far, from <laughs> no, that, yeah, let's not even, yeah, we gotta go. Before back we get to too that. far, we gotta, from that, yeah, we gotta. You talk know, about let that. me circle back. Did y'all, did y'all watch? I know Eugene saw. Did you see Ant Man, Paul? No, I did not. All right, so for a while, Jonathan Majors was buzzing because he had two, you know, number one films or whatever, for quote unquote. Actually, three. Got, he has another movie that was he's already got like out four or five. He's he's well, on top of the game right now. No, at the moment, so two movies in theater that were like number one releases or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, how did you feel the acting was in both movies, Eugene? Since you've seen both, I thought he was phenomenal. You, he was phenomenal. I thought he's yeah. I, I loved him, and and I thought he was great in Creed. I thought okay. in Ant Man he did the same thing he did in Loki. I I wasn't mad at his his acting. I, I didn't. Okay. Now the movie itself, uh, you know. Okay. That's the only movie I haven't seen Jonathan Majors. Did before. you Did you? I've love seen him in everything else. How would you feel about the acting in uh, Creed? His acting. I, I have this theory that some actors act the exact same way in every single movie. Okay. And the movie like embraces who they are. Okay. So like him in Creed was like. A different version of the him that portrays himself. I think he would have been a. Good, I think he's a good character have yeah. to have drafted for that. So I like him. I I I, I like him as an actor. Um, I do think that he needs to work on his face. Acting. Uh, yes, I agree. We all think like I'm think right there with you. The the mouth thing that he he and does. And the forehead, the mouth and forehead thing where they all like wrinkle up it's together. It's it's a bit ridiculous. It's weird. And then with the mouthpiece in during the fight, it's just like it is. Fam, what the fuck? It's odd. You know what I'm saying? I gotta look at it again. I don't it's remember that. No, thing. I mean, you, you pick any movie you've seen. Jo- I'm gonna tell you, yeah, this is how I, I know. It's too much. The first thing I seen Jonathan Majors in was Last Black Man in, Holl- in uh, San Francisco. Lovecraft. Uh-uh. Four, not Four Brothers. What was it? Um, with Delroy Lindo, they were the The Hardy Fall. The, no, they were the black guys. The Five Bloods. Five Bloods. The okay. Five Bloods. He was Delroy Lindo's son that. in the movie. Oh, okay. I didn't even. I totally missed him in that. I never saw that. I yeah. saw that movie. That was a Spike Lee movie. Yeah. On Netflix, that uh, old boy was in before he yeah. passed away. Chadwick was in that. Yeah, that was Chadwick. One of Chadwick's. That was last his last movie. film. That was that his last, last film. That's the last film, right? Yeah. Okay. John the Majors was in that. Man, talk about it. Yeah, that's crazy because it was kind of like Chadwick was on top when Chadwick was transition. That's his last movie. He, pa- he, he really passing the baton. Passed it on because that was like, that was his first movie. So anyway, mm-hmm. he's always made this face mm-hmm. that is like he it's in love it's everywhere yeah. and i'm just like 
it's always off putting to me. Yeah. And I think that's what Jeremiah is talking about. I don't know why he. Yo, I got to look it up now because I, 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 I like his acting. make fun of it too. Yeah. It's oh, for yeah. real? Yeah. yeah, it's like a. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, he's like that tell him just fix his face. Yeah, yeah, send that to me. I like I need to see that. I like the guy, but like, yo, when he was taking heavy fire and harder they fall, it was like him and Bass Reeves character behind like the vehicle and he was having these yeah. flashbacks of his father yeah. and like so they were showing the flashbacks but then they were showing his face <laughs> and then he was doing like you know yo, yo, bro, yo I wish we had video crazy. man to see his to see his hands <laughs> trying to show his face my man like, yo. looks like lasagna bro it's straight <laughs> yeah. everything and the, and the extreme pucker with the lips it's just like <laughs> yo fam why don't you relax that shit bro you know what I'm saying? I get it. It's traumatic. Okay, oh, like, man. Be, now I'm going to get kicked out for this one. You know how niggas got the meaty head? Like, they have a whole... They have, they it's have like a, they on the front of his face. A, yeah. a pack of Franks in the back of the head. What's that? What's that dog? Doing? What's that wrinkle Oh, face yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sharpe. Yeah. You got a Sharpe yeah. thing You got to chill with that, fam. You got to chill. Yo, y'all got to chill out, man. It's totally prevalent. Because everybody mentions it. man, we making fun of this guy, and we know he faces some serious shit right now. Look, let's... Hey, I fucked thing, with him. One thing about our people, you yeah. gonna get these jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you gonna get these jokes. Look, <laughs> I can look, love you, and you get these jokes. This is constructive criticism. <laughs> I'm just because craft-wise, like I like the trajectory of his career. Yeah. Up until this recent this situation, incident. and I'll go ahead, man, get yeah. into it. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I don't know the details, and y'all can fill 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 in the the, the gaps that I missed. Okay. But we know. He, what, two days ago, I think it was, Saturday, Sunday? Something like that. Uh, he was arrested for domestic violence. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it's very unfortunate, you mm -hmm. know, for the victim. Uh, and a as I've heard some of the story, that he was texting his in lady. Taxi cab. In, in he was in a taxi cab. Okay, so he was in a taxi cab. His lady saw his phone. That's yep. very similar to a certain She went to snatch it. And it escalated. Yep. Sound like... Yeah, Brown. yeah. Chris Brown and Rihanna, and, and we know yeah. what his career turned out to be. I just want to drop this headline here that says the woman who accused him of assault has taken back her allegations after he was arrested in New York. Wow, are you serious? So apparently, that's what his attorney is saying. So apparently, this is his girlfriend. Yes, um, right. So that's part of the issue. We didn't know he had a girlfriend. Didn't know he had a girlfriend, which is not surprising. And <laughs> and for for not the really. curiosity of Michael. For the Jordan. for the curiosity of the audience, um, there's been a lot of speculation of who this woman is, and they were saying, "What is she? She? Why does that matter? I saw that. Why does that matter? She is a white woman. Don't do that. Throw your hands up because you know why I am just reporting. Word. Word. Why is it a question though, Jay? Wow. Jay, why is that a question? Because that's Jay. important. Jay, why why does that matter, Jay? Hey man, that's one of the ways that they measure a bruh's authenticity. Is who he chooses so he as. Choose whether we support him based on who he decides. To Not necessarily if we support him. However, we do pass judgment. Is this a pot? And a <laughs> I just feel like I should start stirring. I'm Definitely. not done yet. I'm okay. not done yet. <laughs> so I also recently uh, was told, and Paul, while you got your phone up, if you don't mind fact checking this, Thank you. I heard that he also has a daughter. I didn't know that either. I heard that too. Oh. And I heard that his daughter is. Uh, a mixed yes. race. Okay. Yes. So I don't know if this was his child's mother or not. I, I don't. I don't know that. Man, the plot thickens. Yeah, the plot thickens. So, look, man. Up until all of this shit happened, you know, and even me would would saying, "Yo, Denzel needs to coach him on the facial expressions." 
I liked the guy. Yeah, his trajectory was crazy up yeah, until this past we weekend. Just, we just were defending him and Michael B. Jordan on the last episode. That's what I'm with saying. The New York Times photo spread all being hugged up. How like, fast I, things change. Things change quick. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So you don't know if it's agenda based. You don't know if it's a smear campaign. You really and, and, don't know. And here's the so problem with that. He's right? got a seven year old. Okay. She's wow. a mixed race. Oh, okay. Yeah. Conceived yeah. prior to him attending Yale School of Drama. Yeah. Um, she has to understand that it's actually not black history, it's American history. Hey, man. Just speaking of the role that hey he dog, played. Hey, dog, shout out to all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. Hey, man. Hey, hey man, listen. Man, Yo. his life has got to get real rough, man, because in the court of public opinion, he is guilty. Yeah, so I, Period. I, I've heard I a question. Does this stuff, like, present itself... Oh. Hold on, hold on. Before my bad, my bad, Paul. No, go ahead. There's also been releases of people who's worked with him professionally saying that he exhibits uh, abusive behavior. Are you really? serious? On the set, like people in film production are now beginning to say he has been uh, kind of abusive on set, which is very interesting because I saw very early on mm-hmm. they were saying how he like he doesn't watch TV. He does like he's not your okay. average person. I like, thought he was he, disciplined. I, that's what I thought. Not. Not crazy. <laughs> so, what's, <laughs> what's interesting, yo, prayers, right? Prayers, you know, from yeah, us man. because, you know, I know Eugene occasionally cycles on and off the juice. Hey, man. Listen, hey, I've man. Been able to bob it, we about to the hey. boxing classes. He ain't been able to hit me. You no know more. what I'm saying? Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Hey, y'all, hey, the narrative has to change about that, man. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to cut it out. What? You don't think they're cut the shit, on the man. juice? Cut the shit, man. Cut the shit. Did you what? See the before pictures? Did you what? See his pictures when he was younger? Who? Jonathan Majors. Oh nah. He, he looked like you when you was younger. Before yeah. the juice. Before the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's juicing, man. Yo, he's I young, man. I called he's Eugene young. today. Eugene was like, he's yo. Young. I called Eugene today. He's like, yo, I think I might have a major injury to like my abdominal cavity. I'm like, <laughs> word. I hear a plate slamming in the background. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working out. <laughs> yeah, fucking gym. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. He's like, hold on. Oh. <laughs> you working out? I may, or may not have lost the leg. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to lift it. I'm going to lift anyway. <laughs> audience, stay tuned. Yeah. Stay real. tuned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, they so took look. me out. If y'all don't hear me in the next episode, yeah, yeah. they took me out. Took yourself out. <laughs> Chill out, Yo, bionic, man. So look, man, you know, um, we, we have, we on the, the topic of brothers fucking up, right, in the spotlight. These cats, right, at the top, right? You know what I mean? And you have... John Morant, who we haven't oh talked about yet. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about that yet. So, John Morant was on IG brandishing a pistol, you know. And, I mean, he's holding the pistol with two fingers. Who the fuck holds a gun the way he's... Like, you're just trying to show that you have a gun? Who does that? Like, hey, 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 I got wait, a gun. Wait, wait, wait. What? How, how old is Jonathan Morant? I mean, it don't give. I don't give a I damn. I mean, I understand what yeah. you're saying. Who but holds that a gun? That is the that thing way? of these of these young kids. That's like, stupid. Why you? And we can't up. even say his daddy's there, so we can't. Why you look that up? His dad was there. No, I'm just saying how. Oh like, yeah, no, he, yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So why you look that up? Let me let me drop a couple details. Uh, I read that Coca-Cola put you know the uh, John Morant Powerade ads. Damn. Um, and then he he has an eight game eight game suspension, right? He's twenty. He's back though. He's back already. Okay. Yeah, he's played three games. Yeah, he's played two or three. But it was eight games, all right. He's twenty three, by the way. Yeah, he's young as hell. Yeah. Yeah, he's young. That's who does it. 
Hey, these young boys, these other young boys what out here who really this? out here in these streets, they this? ain't holding no gun like that. John was born in the year 2000. That boy, he is a millennium baby. Yeah, we, we, and, and all them young boys, you we, know they ain't right. They and we was born right. in the 1900s. I hate when you say it like that. <laughs> 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 like, that, that shows you how things have changed, right? Like, we were born in the 1900s, he was born in 2000. I'm immortal. Shit, you ain't, you ain't been born that long ago. Not 1901. <laughs> <laughs> you been born in the 1900s. That shit sound crazy, don't it? That's what it is, though. You a 1900 baby. You born in 2000, you just a millennium baby. That's it. Anyway, so the millennium baby had the 22 with two fingers on it and hold the upside down. Like it was some nasty sushi. I know. I was like, why is he holding? What, what are you doing? Y'all and then it was like a purple tint man. to the window. When he, it was just hey, man, it looked ridiculous. Y'all are hilarious. And then they released another video of him getting some brain. Did you see that? He wasn't getting brain. She was dancing on him. Was she? With her face in his lap? He was there. <laughs> she was I ain't see that. Facially dancing. Yeah. No, it's, it's just a screenshot of him. what I'm saying. The, the club. I thought that she was uh, face down, ass up in that She screenshot. was. That's what I thought. Oh, that's what it was? That was the opposite way? Oh, I, I saw it the other yeah, way. I, I guess my bet you did, Freudian. You see it one that's way, I see it another so way. That's the way I <laughs> He said he wouldn't take no hair earlier, though. That way you get Cap. <laughs> cap <laughs> Master 7. <laughs> he rearranged just, the whole screenshot. It was a piece of head. I didn't even <laughs> take the whole head. It was just a piece. <laughs> She gave me a little dollar for yo, days, you know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> hey, chill, B. <laughs> yo. <laughs> nah, for real. Like, normally, I put like this. This is what I don't like about the whole John Morant situation. I'm going to find something to not like. Mm. If John Morant daddy wasn't there, everybody would be like, oh, his daddy's not in his life. Well, his daddy there. That is true. His daddy always in this. Okay. That like, is true. Can you not? Is there not a lane that allows that, like, just, I don't know. Fuck up. Let him be responsible for being 23 years old. That's oh, all. He's yeah. 23. With, 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 a, with, well, I don't know how many millions of dollars did he, did he get? And Hundreds of millions? Here's another argument. I'm not making an argument that's okay. What he did was stupid. He is stupid for doing what he did. He's young, dumb. For, that's what it mm, is, right? Mm-hmm. But we sit here and say that like Florida didn't just pass you could conceal without a permit. Mm. I totally like, missed that. What are we that. talking Man, about? That's crazy. Like yeah. they are reeling back. All of the legislation, if y'all been paying attention, there's been a lot of re- gun legislation rolled back, mm-hmm. right? So if there's this whole thing about guns are so well, John Moran, he had a gun, he must be a thunk. Then mm-hmm. why are y'all passing shit? To let it, to let it, to let, let, let me carry anybody carry it gun in anywhere with no type of background that's check nuts. or anything. Shut up to me about John Moran is how I feel. Yeah, that's well, see, but that, that's what they do, right? They 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 put the focus here while they doing all of this in the background, right? So. That's how they distract you from what's really the real shit that's Even happening out here. Let's get him on the interviews. We do the interview with John Moran. It wasn't my gun. I'm not like that. I am. Hold no. on. That's what he said? I forget which one. Was it Jalen? I think Jalen had to give him the interview. You know how this goes. He got man. on Jalen Rose? Jalen did the interview. And almost Jalen was almost asking him the questions like, you know, I got to ask you these questions. And John's like, you know, I got to answer this way. Yes, that's why I asked for the interview to ask you. So tell me about the gun. That wasn't my gun. I don't know what I was doing. It was just most unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's move on to the next. And then all of a sudden, if you really listen to last week, 
Nothing else about John Morant and Grimes. You've got to let the, the the reason the Kyrie thing mm-hmm. I think lasted as long as it did. While yeah, it may have been a hurtful to some people. I think it's like once the corporate gives you the okay check, now you can go about life and we'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. Which is bullshit if you really care about something. Man, that's that's just what the, it's the, fake the outrage nowadays. So selective outrage. That, do you think that uh, like Chris Rock the uh, com- like the whole gun brandishing thing is like. Trying to be tough, masculine. Absolutely, I'm a man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, that's why it's posturing. Funny. That's why it's funny to me the way he held it, right? Mm-hmm. So you're posturing, but you're holding like you're not holding it like you're gonna take any action. You're just saying, "Hey, I, hey, look at me, I have a gun." Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, we know, we know, back in our times, it was like, like "Look, don't pull it out unless you're gonna use it." Yeah. That's how we were taught, you know. So, so for him to just show it on IG, yeah. It, it, it was no like there's no he, you're, you're not under a threat, right? And you're just pulling a gun out to say, hey, look, I I carry guns. Give me the first two words that come to your head when y'all say gun. The first two words. I'll give you three if you probably name. Yeah, go it, ahead. You said it. All. Go ahead, cause yeah, I'm, I'm usually somebody gonna say power. Gun is associated with power. I gave you power. I made you buck wild. Now I said it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was he talking about when he was talking? From the beginning, the guns have been the difference between us and animals and the difference between us and anybody else that wants to own anything, mm-hmm. which didn't come from our people. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's been a historic European thing. And it's a phallic symbol, a very phallic symbol. Oh, yeah, for sure. Guns give people two things, mm-hmm. a big dick and make them feel powerful. Mm. So... To sit here and like say, oh, look at him. He thinks he's a thug. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Our people ain't bring no guns in here. My people ain't even make no guns. Mm-hmm. The reason the same thing that this thing even exists is because your people needed this mm-hmm. to feel powerful. To conquer. So now all of a sudden it's in the hands that you don't agree with. He's a gangster. He's a thug. Everybody be scared because he's actually acting like us. Mm. Y'all let they let what was the, the 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 sniper that walked away when Trump was in there? He walked away because he went to a whole other city with his gun, mm-hmm. shot somebody, and got off crying on national television. They let that boy off. Mm-hmm. Getting your bag. Was it not similar? Worse. He didn't even shoot. Damn. Ja, they made Ja with two fingers holding a twenty-two. If anybody's ever picked up a gun, it's the <laughs> smallest fucking gun you can get <laughs> next to the noisy fucking cricket. <laughs> This man put two fingers on a gun. And even, I'm going to even read it deeper. The ambiance was because he was in the strip club was pink in the background. All of it was effeminate. Yeah. (laughs) All of it, the entire thing. And they made you think it was Malcolm X with a shotgun. Right, like he was a threat. Window. And they just let a boy off for killing somebody with a gun. And he traveled to do it. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck. I don't want to hear nothing about John Moran. Hey, Talk man. your shit, Paul. Yeah, I like that <laughs> I shit. I don't want to hear nothing. This country like, that like picks and chooses who they want to be the hero, man, depending on who writing the story. And until the story like changes, like I'm not hearing it when you say, oh, John Moran said, yeah, he's stupid. Why? Because this is the culture we live in. Absolutely. And that just is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that why you have so many black people that are very pro-guns and like know their business and know it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're adamant. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, yeah, everybody joined the NRA until the NRA looks like me. Right. What if it, what if it came back that John, that John Morant was a member of the NRA? How do you how does that change? Totally the story? different. The narrative has changed. So is the story keep guns out of John Morant's hands or 
educate him more about guns and being a part of and being active in the gun society, just like everybody else that is above him, that his skin does not look like his in that organization within Memphis, Tennessee. Damn, talk your shit, Paul. Hey, come on, man. He needs your representation. Hey, bro. Esquire. Paul Hazlip, Esquire. Saying, bro. Straight up. Nah, I'm just saying, your bag. bro. Like, that just irritates me. They they like to label that brand and we go on and move it. I'm like, stuff happens so quick. We don't even have really the time to you address got, it no yeah, more. Yeah, because because think about People it. We're, we're, two weeks, we're two weeks past that Jai shit. Y'all got money to go. Y'all mm-hmm. got money to go get all of that shit. Y'all like, hey, I'm sorry. Let's go get this money. Yeah, all and right. And they'll love you again. They'll give you the key if you don't have no more money. Oh, he back out here again. He back out here dunking on but motherfuckers. don't make it no more right. And, mm-hmm. it, and and maybe I'm wrong here. A lot of times in our society, because we do have that older uncle that tells us and actually dealt with life when it was a bit more strict mm-hmm. as far as some of the things that you can and can't do, they'll be quick to tell you, hey, don't do that. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you, because they live that life and they know you can't do it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's because of the society and how it was shaped to them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we don't have the elders to say that stuff because now we don't have to go through it as much, but somebody still got to, instead of everybody hopping up into the barbershop and being how stupid John Moran is, we really need to look at how stupid we manage the whole thing with guns and really the whole picture of it at the end of the day. What we listen to and what we pay attention to and give give preference to. Because if we didn't really care, they wouldn't fucking even suspend him for it. Mm-hmm. Had it been a hunting rifle, motherfucker would have patted him on the back and he got another endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Making a very valid fucking point. Hey man, society okay. we live in, man. Okay, Paul. <laughs> so shit, since you said all of that, <laughs> right? Since you said all of that, how do you feel about uh, Jaden Smith's Louis Vuitton hat? <laughs> oh, another one. You mean the skirt and then the skirt T-shirt? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jaden and and this is one thing I can rock with Jaden, man. I I don't like it personally. But one thing Jaden has been given the green light to do mm-hmm. is be whoever the fuck he, whatever he wants, whoever he feels himself to be. I can't tell you that's right or wrong because I ain't got the, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I saw it. I would ridiculous. not wear Doc Martin loafers with leather pants, but the skirt is a shirt. I, I mean, a, you mean a blouse? A blouse, a leather blouse. It looks like a leather skirt with sleeves. <laughs> it literally looks like you pull the skirt up to the neck and stick your arms out. Yeah. <laughs> But it's what he want to wear. Is that emasculation of black men? Is that a gender It's not emasculation if that's what you want to do. It's emasculation when it's not what you want to do, and that's what And they, they say, show. hey, you got to do this. Yeah. Like, when they were talking about, like, I don't know if it was Martin Lawrence, but they were talking about comedians having to go through, I got to be a woman, or I got to dress up. I got to I gotta put a dress on. Period, yeah. yeah. Then it's like, wait a minute, now y'all emasculating. If I showed up to the audition with a dress it's on. That's different. Already, right. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Nobody better guess nothing, okay? <laughs> Since y'all are policing uh-oh, what uh-oh, people wear. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Wait, wait, how you just want to say that? Because I didn't believe <laughs> that. That was a setup. That was a no, setup. That was a there. setup. Because I didn't believe <laughs> <laughs> I thought he could wear his leather skirt and the shirt. Since y'all policing <laughs> what people wear, how, t- how you feel about Sierra's dress? <laughs> Man, listen. <laughs> y'all are- <laughs> well, I'm going to go right down the same path. Is she an entertainer? She is a grown woman and decide what she'd like to do. She is married a man that is clearly okay with it. I don't necessarily agree. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did y'all zoom in and see Russell's face? 
<laughs> I did. You saw his face? What his he face look look like? Happy. <laughs> he didn't look happy. He didn't look happy. He looked like he was let's ride. He didn't look happy. Rock country. Look, he looked annoyed as fuck. He didn't look happy about it. He looks what? Zoom. Pull that shit up I right there. The that mo- <laughs> looks so annoying. He look upset, huh? You think he look upset? He ain't look upset. He ain't frustrated. He look happy. Nah, no, yo, he, he happy. He happy. That man happy. Cause you he, know why he happy? Why? Cause they took the pictures. I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> you catch me? She. You happy? He. That's the smile. That is the face of a happy man. He's smizing. He's smile. <laughs> hey, are you, are you familiar with elated and joyful? I like it. He is both. I think I, so one of the things that I feel honored about is being able to sit on the podcast with two men who who are okay with their women <laughs> stepping out like that. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Pump your brakes. Pump story. your brakes, partner. <laughs> pump your brakes, Yo, partner. I think that's just beautiful. Pump your motherfucking brakes, partner. <laughs> if you feel like that's what you want to wear, yeah. they, but they know every time I'm not saying, oh, I don't tell adults what to wear. I would never. Infringe upon your liberation. Very, very enlightening. <laughs> Please wear whatever you may find in your closet, wherever you may choose. That's beautiful, Paul. But please understand. There'll be consequences <laughs> and repercussions. Their reaction. <laughs> equal to opposite reaction. reaction. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Scorpio talking. <laughs> you can be butt naked. We're going to date. You show up butt naked. I'm like, wow, this was nice. I'm going to cool. be back in my car. So yeah, why cool. why is it that uh so Sierra and Russell is a big the way he point of contention. Sierra. Sierra. I just Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Why why is it whenever like you see men saying, nah, it couldn't be me, I, I want my woman to dress like that, it automatically goes to the you're being insecure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're too insecure. This makes question. me another question. This is perfect. I wanted to answer this question. I forgot about it. So, two separate incidences. So, we're going to talk about, um, we know uh, Usher's doing his residency. Yes, in Vegas. Usher's doing his residency. Mm-hmm. One of the videos i seen, Usher stands on the, on the table. You done got the reservation. You know you done paid that goddamn $500. He's standing on your, well, 1000 if he's probably standing on your shit. Yeah, he's standing 1000 He's standing on your shit. Mm-hmm. And that is, I don't know if it's number one. It might be number one. Number one, number one. Whatever, he's singing. And he's singing to the man girl. And I'm looking at the man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not judging the man, you know what I'm saying, the aesthetics. But I can clearly tell that he is, I can clearly tell his girl is. What we would colloquially term is bad. She is bad. <laughs> this is a bad woman. Okay. Right? Usher is damn near on one knee on your table that you don't reserve. And he is singing to her. Number one. And I mean, she all in it. She got the camera. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. All right? This is what happens. Guy looks like whatever, whatever. Then yesterday, a couple days ago, I see Guy, Chris Brown, pulls up girl up on stage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, let me finish the story. Right? Mm-hmm. Grind, grind, grind. She grabbed the back of his head. Then, you know what I'm saying, his hip. You know what I'm saying? Next day, Buddy posts something that says, update, hey, I dumped her. You know what I'm saying? I looked through the comments. Now, we know where I should never go is the comments. And there, and I mean colloquially, I, I, I threw this out here to some feelers to see what people were feeling. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority of people felt like it was an insecure thing. Mm-hmm. That's got me. The man would be considered insecure to react in that way to either A, Chris Brown, or B, Usher. 
right? Because, A, this man don't know her. He don't want her. Yeah, that's just one of the things thrown out there. B, it's just a part of the experience. See, I, I was given a number of reasons of why this would only be insecure to the male to react to this. So I bring that to you humbly upon my shoulders to this table of podcasts. And, and I'm going to say, imagine us getting pulled on stage by Nicki Minaj, and she sits you in a chair and wants to give you a lap dance. So is your, is up your strip girl okay so with that? they brought up a strip club. They said, well, if the guy goes to a strip club, then it's the same thing. No, but it, your, your woman is going to be, she going to want you, she, gonna, she, might buy your, she might buy your lap dance, though. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. She's buying your lap dance. I, I couldn't speak to the difference, but I feel there's a difference, but is that a double standard? Man, One of the things that we talked about earlier in this episode is that Drake fucked the chick that Wayne was dealing with. Exactly. So it isn't. It's all fake play play until it isn't. Right. And it, and access. Right. We have access. The difference is access too. Right. In, yeah. in this day in this day and time, he could actually get on your girl's Instagram and be like, "Yo, I want to see you." Yeah, yeah. For but sure. she gonna say no. You know. And look, man, I'm a. I, I'll simplify it. Right. But you should trust me. No, no, Fuck so that's, out of here. That's what I'm saying. I'll simplify it. <laughs> I'll simplify it, right? Yo. <laughs> in a relationship, games, a man has his life, a woman has her life, right? If he feels what you bring into my life is dangerous or not for me in general, he has every right to make an adjustment that he feels necessary, any 1, adjustment that he feels necessary. Yeah. And then the same is true with the Nicki Minaj thing that you proposed. Yeah. If, if the same, Nicki Minaj has a fat ass, right? If not I, all hers, but I get it, well, it belongs to her. Yes. Yeah, she, you know, one way or the other, right? So if she calls a man in a relationship to the stage and he decides, I'm about to take this opportunity to have all of this on me. Right. And then he goes back, the video goes viral, and his old lady don't like that. Yo, he needs to know, like, like I, hey, this came with the territory. Right, yeah. You know, he got to take that on There's his chin. There's a chance I might lose her. Yeah, like, you have to, yo, you accountability. There We're adults. Go. Accountability. You know what I'm saying? Like, Axes have reactions, as mm-hmm. Paul called out earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't get to decide, like what, how the other person should feel. Do you they think there's decide. A lot for of themselves. that now. A lot of like, I'm gonna tell you how to feel about this. You yeah. should feel this way about this, especially because as a man. Because this is what my thing came up in it. I was like, well, damn, I don't agree with the insecure statement. But if I continue to make a point about it now, the storyline becomes you're insecure. When really yeah. it's not about, as one thing I said, I said, it's not that, but it's also like the man that basically sang these hoes ain't loyal is grinding his dick upon your girlfriend's chest, which you probably kissed either last night or probably had planned to tonight. Can you not understand a man feeling at least a way about it? It's not even about that he feels the insecurity that like, oh, this man can have my woman. It's just like. This just feels disrespectful. Hey this man, just doesn't feel right. <laughs> you should. You don't get to do whatever you want to do in another in person's rela- life. Oh, in another person's go. life. Hey you man. Know. If you're single, I am no judgment of yeah. that person. Yeah, are we just kicking it? Yeah, do what you want to do. I don't give yeah. a fuck. I don't. I mean, look, I don't. Meek Mill said it best when he was dating Nicki Minaj. He said that, you know, they were having a discussion, and, and we talked about this before in the podcast, where he was like, look, you can't do, you don't do the same things when you're single as if you're in a relationship. He said, look, when I was single, I was used to get menages. For real, menages. So, am I still doing that in a relationship? Is that okay? Who's the song that they said? Okay. Nikki was 
like it was after she was done with me. But if she had been still with me, could be like, no, that's just music. I never fucked me. I've never fucked Drake. I'm like, wish I fuck sake. I'll ever eat my ass like a cupcake. Like imagine how she had did that shit that together. Tell me, but it's just entertainment. All inside of me crawls like, why would you not see that as being like disrespectful? Yeah, disrespectful? that's the thing though. To each their own. You know, there's a man who would look at that and feel nothing, right? But that's okay. There's there there are men who feel that's unacceptable. Yeah. That's okay too. I'm entitled to whatever preferences I deem necessary I to I agree with that. for my life. Like this Absolutely. is my life, yo. Mm-hmm. You know, like a man is supposed to lead, right? Everyone says that. Everyone holds men to this expectation, this magical expectation that you're supposed to be able to lead, right? Like that's the that's the standard. Mm-hmm. So if that's the expectation, I could say. This doesn't coincide with where I'm trying to lead us to in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't like that? That's fine too. Yeah. That's it doesn't necessarily fine. mean that it's insecurity. This isn't the way I want my life to look. I can <laughs> decide that. Yo, insecurity these days is a scapegoat. Here's it's a like, scapegoat. People what if just I, say it to what just What if say, I really oh, like I going to concerts? Like, I just got to be like, well, let's not sit too close because you in might, any moment you're going to be gone. Stick on your face. <laughs> Talk hey. about entertainment. Yo, man, look, and some men are ex- uh, exhibitionists. Like, they like to see their lady be fawned over and all of that. Some dudes even give a woman a little bit of extra distance. So the, Call it what you want. the men in the room don't really know what's what, and yeah. they, they shoot their shot at her. Some men like that, but there are men who do not like not, that. I'm not. I, I would say more him. than not, more, most men don't like and that And it's shit. valid. It's mm-hmm. valid. You know what I'm saying? So whatever the equivalent... Is for a woman, you know, like if you got a dude who's always buying drinks for another chick or always in some other chick's face, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the women that I know don't really like that. Hell no, I don't know. I don't know no woman who like that shit. See, and I go back to this. You can choose. Like women will say, like it's like like with that with that friend shit. Not necessarily just friends. Okay, not just the friends, but just just like. Things that you allow in a relationship and things of that nature. It's like, I feel like men are predatory. Yes, women do have the yes, no, and you can trust your girl or whatever. But at the same time, like, I don't know, guys know guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guys know guys. And so that, uh, uh, what we always say is, and the reason why I say I don't tell grown people, because you can't. Them guys that you always see like fighting for their girl after she done went and cheated on them and all that, I be feeling. I'm like, I don't actually. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm just like, you gotta, you gotta get out of that that cycle. But like at the end of the day, like it's like grown people do what they want. If you feel that in this scenario that that's okay to do, great. Mm-hmm. You help me make a decision. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anything about me being insecure. I don't want to hear nothing about nothing because I'm not gonna say, girl, you need to. Hey, you don't need to wear that. I am quiet for a lot of like single decisions. Yeah. Like, what is she gonna wear when we go here? What is it gonna happen when we go there? Because that's what dating is to me. Because mm-hmm. dating is gonna tell me what you kind of default to, mm-hmm. right? If you date me for a certain amount of time, you're gonna start defaulting to like what you do normally, right? And so if we go into like, oh, it's a big joint, and what we gonna dress like tonight? And I'm just like, what you wearing tonight? Well, I'm just wearing black. I'm just giving colors, bro. I'm yeah. just saying, the colors is where I'm at with it. And I show up, and you fishing that top to bottom with your nipples out. I'm not, uh. Look, my boy has a saying <laughs> that that I lo- I love. He said it to me. I was like, damn, that shit is dope. He said, if 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 you show me what you no, he said I I let you do what you want to do. You show me what you rather do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So a person is gonna do what they want to do if you don't say shit. 
and mm-hmm. that's gonna let you know where they are. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's a, to your point, there's no need to try to correct it because mm-hmm. that's what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, like what is when the you try to correct it? About? Like it's man, just, if you it, ask me, right? Why are you upset? Da, da, da. Well, I don't really think that that coincides to his point where I'm trying to take this, and then your next, like I'm not dead to the conversation. Like, off gate, right? Let's say it happens one time. We have a conversation. I'm mm. just telling you how I feel about it. Mm. You want to make, uh, like, if you take the statement that I want to argue and make my point known, mm. that's fine. Y'all mm. be policing what women wear. <laughs> Boy, that's exactly what happens. That's, that's exactly what happens, though. I don't police. <laughs> Y'all police. police. Women, they can't even go to the concert and yeah. have fun. In my world, in my world, there's not, like, there's not, like, you know how you're a police and then judge? <laughs> my police don't let them chase nobody. My yeah, police man. just clock it. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, the judge is over there. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, yeah, you over the speed limit. Y'all too into locked up. So, I gave him a limit. You lost your license. Yeah, yeah. So so what y'all so what over. I'm what I'm hearing before we over. close out, before we close this out. Silly. Before we close out, what I'm hearing is y'all don't like for y'all women to have fun. It's fun. <laughs> yo, it's fun. Hey, man. You see the way you see? Hey, look, look at that. Fun, correlated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this motherfucker trying to set shit up, yo. <laughs> I don't know. Is it your, Y'all women. Is it your definition or women's women to, de- to define fun as correlated with some of these activities we've just <laughs> some mentioned? stupid shit? <laughs> exactly. Some stupid shit? <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, look. Close this out, man. Look, man. Look. We're going to get out of here. Uh, we have to say RIP to the fucking legend Lance Reddick. Okay, Lance is known for being in a wire, you know, um, yeah, 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 yeah. He did complete uh he was in John Wick 4. I haven't John seen Wick. that. Yeah, I he was seen in John it Wick. Yeah, I saw him in John Wick. But yeah, he was yeah. in John Wick. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that's one of them cats who always was sharp and and just dope on screen and never really got his flowers while he was here. Definitely not, man. He 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 de- he was always like a guy who was like on point with with everything he did. Like, I never saw him, like, fall short in yeah. any film that he acted in. Like, yeah. Dude was dope. Who's authority mm-hmm. on screen? Like, mm-hmm. he's just, he he was dope, man. Yeah. Like, they knew yeah. who to call when they had them, like, them roles. Them Absolutely. Serious ass, yeah. I mean, business. Yeah. Yeah, he, they, he they knew legit. who to call. Yeah, yeah. Yo, man, so look, let's uh let's go around the room real quick, uh, Eugene. Let me know who who would you have a session with. So I thought week? about this for, for a minute, man, and... Uh, came across something that talked about this guy, man, and Jamie Foxx, right? And I say why. Jamie Foxx, in, in my opinion, he's a savant. He's a savant of our time, right? Yes, Dude is I good at him. everything. Yeah. Entertainment-wise, right? Yeah. Sing, mm-hmm. act, mm-hmm. comedy. Impressions. Impressions. Mm-hmm. You name it, mm-hmm. he's got it. I think he was you nice at baseball, said, too. And in sports, yeah, sports They were on him the other day. They said he went off on some, on his, like, some new movie he's doing. And he like went off, and he had brought somebody out of actor. I think it was um, Drew Barrymore, mm. and there was like it was embarrassing because like he fired like the director, he fired like everybody. And I don't know if it was like because you never heard of Jamie like doing that, but then they because it was on the Ricky Smiley show, and they were just saying like, well, sometimes when you try to bring like a vision together, and everybody just not on and it, things ain't aligning. Yeah, but they always gonna make it seem like it was a it's a tyrant or some shit because you said. Fuck this. No. Mm-hmm. But but listen, when you're in that position, you're in a position of power, you can make them decisions, though. Like, yo, I'm running this shit. I'm an executive producer. I'm making that call. Like, yo, nah, this shit ain't working for me. You can go. You can go. You can go. You all right. But the rest you of y'all motherfuckers get out here. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, Jamie Foxx, man, just because I'd like to know, like, 
how did he get there? Like first, like mm-hmm. I know he, you know, his upbringing was different. His, I think his real name was Eric Michael Bishop, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. is his birth name. And he decided to choose Jamie Foxx because he wanted, from what I read, he wanted when he was getting the comedy, he wanted a name that was unisex, so that when they called his name, when they called the, when they looked at the list of who who was going on next, mm-hmm. they wouldn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. So he chose Jamie Foxx because you wouldn't know if it's a male, female, whatever. Was was it confirmed though that Fox was uh, a nod to um, Red Fox? Did From what I understand, that? it wasn't. Like when I read, really? it, it had no reference to Red Fox. It was just he wanted it something that, and it could that could be something okay to add to it. But uh, okay. but the fact that he's been so successful and he in so many genres, man. I remember seeing him here at the uh, Hornets Arena. Uh, he did comedy. He he did his. He was singing at the time, like. That shit was amazing. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, but yeah, Jamie Foxx, man. Jamie Foxx. Okay. What you got, Paul? Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? Who you gonna smoke some reefer with? I don't think he, would, he might smoke reefer. He gonna empty he out the fucking cigar, cigar with. <laughs> T-Pain. Okay. T-Pain just released the album um, this past week, I think it was. Maybe Is it, it good? Was two weeks. I didn't know that. It's covers. But it's okay. a lot of like, like it's like not just like our like R&B covers. It's like oh some word. alternative, some rock. Some all time like great like things that you sing it mm. sing at the end of bars and stuff like mm. that. But he just he put the soul spin on that, or did he keep it as it's just it was? Him singing it. Okay. I don't know if you'd call it a soul spin. It's just him singing it. I would tell anybody who likes T Pain and like as a T Pain is a national treasure. I think that right. Like just even from his like music, how he's been able to transition. He's mm. been broke. He's been all over the place. And mm-hmm. He's just genu- he just seems like a real genuine guy. Yeah. Um, so you like the project? I do, I, and I don't even like all the songs. Okay, it's just he took it and he did a different angle on it, and I, and I want to talk to him about that. And also, what we talked about today is just like transition. Yeah, because T Pain is like we all love him. His music now hasn't always kept him on top, but like yeah. his person. And when that didn't work, his personality did. Well, the death of auto tune hurt his career. Well, I thought exactly <laughs> what he said. He said that killed me, <laughs> <laughs> and I can actually sing. Body his career. I think it was his his reaction to that shit. That yeah, you didn't have career. to take it as a personal deal. Like, Damn, you know it was. Yeah. I mean, it was. Him. It was, but they weren't in the same genre for it. It wasn't to him. No, he said quit t painting. That wasn't really a diss. Yeah, but now my name becomes like Kleenex when you say tissue. Now, synonymous, you say get rid of tissue, you getting rid of. That's like get out of Kleenex. his bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I, he I'd have left that alone. I, I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, exactly. Yeah, I left it yeah, alone. yeah let y'all me do my shit. Yeah, yeah, let me do my shit. Yeah, exactly. y'all, y'all stop stealing my shit. Yeah, I would. Yeah, exactly. But the song was called "Death of Autotune, not "Death of Copying T Pain." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his point, though. That's his point. But though. but he was the, he was like the main autotune guy at the time. So anyway, I, I mean, yeah, off, but I do agree with that. I know I know what you're saying. But at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, T Pain, call us. Transition, yeah, yo, yeah, transition come, yeah, we're using the podcast for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Defend I, yourself. At the end of the day, I think, <laughs> yes, you should. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, transition is about being able to see and reinvent. And so, yeah, I, he took that. I think he took that as like a human. He got knocked on his ass. Mm-hmm. He got back up, start telling a little bit of his actual story, and then like brought people back. Like, why they really ride with T Pain? And now he dropped songs and like, damn, like the joint he dropped with uh, Kalani. Like, it's like, damn, that. Smooth track. Mm, nah. like he is good at what he does. Yeah, so. now nah, T Pain is an entertainer, man. He definitely makes good. Anybody music. that can, I think I want to always have a cigar smoke or, or a blunt smoke. <laughs> when <laughs> anybody that can continually survive in the different decades and the different seasons of life, because it takes out us all into mm. each individual ones. Like you can get you some try to go out on top, some go out at the bottom. Like, but those that continuously reinvent themselves, that's who that's who survives exactly. for sure, no doubt. 
Close this out, man. <clears throat> All right, man. So the person, I'm surprised I haven't said this, the person that I would choose to have a session with, sit down with, Sade. Mm. Sade. You sure ain't said that already? Nah. It's probably because I told y'all she was hands off. Why are you bringing her <laughs> up? <laughs> <on that>? uh-huh. <laughs> I already had that written down, We man. about to have some table <laughs> moving and some chairs flying. <laughs> Yo, look, especially in light of some of the things that we talked about in this episode, you know, Sierra's dress and blah, blah, blah. Look, and they can do whatever they want to do. Whatever makes them happy, whatever that is happy in that household, I'm fine with it, right? But Sade has always exuded, like, absolute elegance. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people refer to her as being, like, this mystical fucking supernatural entity. You see, you see her nipple, too, though. I ain't seen her. Put her little white dress. Send it to me. Send it to me. I ain't seen that shit. Yeah, let me get that. Yo, but look, Sade is fucking incredible. I love her music. I always have. I was raised on it. That's one of the things. So to start my mornings off on the weekends, mom played Anita Baker Mm. and Sade. That was like her, the two things she ping-ponged back and forth with. So it would be Sade. (laughs) So look, we started talking about like a cigar per episode. Yeah. So uh, tonight, I gave Eugene a Kintsugi. A Kintsugi is a cigar from Alec Bradley. Um, and I'm going to sum it up quickly. But uh, the Kintsugi, I would say, has a Connecticut shade wrapper. So it's a lighter wrapper. But it's considered a medium-bodied stick. It's not strength-wise. Flavor-wise, it's medium-bodied. This is Pure elegance. Don't hold that up to me. He's, he's show me one of that shot. He's covered. She's elegant, so her nipple's beautiful. gonna be elegant too. It's I ain't seen beautiful. no nipple though. It's beautiful. It's all but you don't know it's a shadow. Man, look. <laughs> I'm sorry, we interrupted. Kitsugi <laughs> from Alec Bradley. The taste notes uh, that they have listed here. Uh, it says that the profile is a medium body experience filled with notes of earth, wood, chocolate, nuts, and pepper. Um, so the whole Kintsugi backdrop is like in, in, in Asia, if you've uh, ever seen one of those, uh, like those, like a pottery, like it might be like a teapot or a teacup or a bowl where when it breaks, they bond it back together. Instead of using glue, they use like a precious metal. So it'd be gold or silver often and they bond it back together that way. And then what happens is, is in the breaking process, the item actually becomes more valuable. So they named the cigar after that process because they have all of these different uh, tobacco blends. The blend master used all these different uh, tobaccos from different regions together, brought it together to create this like unique cigar taste experience. So I love them as a second stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never smoked one as my first stick, I don't believe, but I really enjoy them as a second stick. So if, if I'm having a longer session, it's a nice follow-up to, like, now I've kind of uh, moved up to, like, bolder, stronger mm-hmm. cigars. So, like, I really enjoy the Kintsugi as a second stick. I do want to give you the opportunity to speak on it since you've had it. I think your POV is a little different than mine with it. Yeah, so initially smoking it, uh, it was – I definitely picked up on the spices first. That was the first thing I picked up on. Okay. As I got through probably to, like, the middle of it, the earth tones started coming out more earth, woodsy, and a little bit of the chocolate. Okay. One thing about cigars, uh, for those you know, novice smokers, is when they talk about you know picking up on these notes, it's never as loud as you think it's gonna be. Like mm-hmm. these, they all all subtle. I mean, mm-hmm. unless it's a infused cigar, 
all the notes that I pick up on on most cigars mm-hmm. are subtle. So okay. when we say chocolate or we say earth or we say uh, spice, mm-hmm. it's not as it's not like eating food. Unless mm-hmm. it's going down that path, right? Like yeah. if it's like really strong in that particular one. Yeah, it, and unless like you say infused. Yeah, but like right. like but but so the infused ones, yeah, definitely. If it if it tells you it's but aromatic, it's you're gonna you're gonna pick up on that aromatic no doubt. immediately. But but but, but if it's <laughs> bold oak though. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. But that those those are more the full bodied cigars. Yeah. So being that yeah. this was medium, everything is subtle. Yeah, now, um, so, one of the things, uh, I'll, I'll piggyback off of what Eugene just said. Um, I have a cigar uh, GM who recommended an HVC cigar to me, for me. Uh, and I've had the stick before, but he was telling me, he was challenging me to actually drink it with uh, cream soda. And he was saying that it pulls out all of these different chocolate notes mm-hmm. when you drink it with cream soda. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners, right, like all of us here. Yeah, like all of us here yeah, are, are pretty, like, s- especially Eugene and I, we're both big wine drinkers. Paul seemed like these motherfuckers drink anything. <laughs> I know I told y'all I had a friend in Jeremiah, but I was lying. <laughs> I, I, I really realized that daily as I interact <laughs> with this young man. <laughs> <laughs> but the pairing, that's true, but the pairing... <laughs> So the pairing definitely could alter what you're picking up mm-hmm. out of that description. They had that description list, but what you pair with definitely might matter. I drink wine a lot. I smoke cigars and drink wine often, but sometimes a bourbon be a bit too too much of a punch in the head mm-hmm. for me. You know, we have friends who drink that shit for four or five hours straight, straight. over a with session. With no problem. Yeah, and I don't know how they do that, you yeah. know, but... That's food for thought for the listeners. The Kintsugi is definitely the cigar of the uh, of the episode. Try that out. Feel free to reach out to us. Hit us up. Let us know what y'all think. Hey. Teachers on. We want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Digital Cigar Lounge Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm so compassionate with my Since I was knee high, the cigar got me buzzing like a beehive. Fuck my old chick around.